Welcome to the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Ring Power, Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Faber sitting in with Captain Ricky Papour. <laughs> That's right. Scott Shank, uh, Captain Scott is uh, he'll he'll join us in the in the six thirty hour. Um, he's been he's been busy today, and so we'll uh, we'll, we'll talk to him in in the six thirty hour. But uh, what? Let's get right to it, Ricky. The the fishing the fishing this week has been um, strange, and 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 the reason that I say that it always. The last week of August, first week of September, is strange because it's almost like a transition time going summer to fall. I know it doesn't feel that way to us, but to the the fish, they don't care, you know, about what date it is. And so, at the beginning of the week, it, it, actually at the end of last week, at the beginning of this week, you could see that we were going to have a thermocline, an upwelling, whatever you want to call it. You could see that that water was going to get cold simply for the fact that we had southwest winds every day, every night, every day, every night, every day. And sure enough, I mean, it, 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 it dropped drastically. It started, it started, it started south and, 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 and worked its way. I know that you and Captain Jeff Stam fished on, what, Sunday? Friday. Friday. Last Friday. Last Friday. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, you guys were going to go down south where uh, Jeff had caught a lot of fish on the beach and got down there and it was, the water was in the 70s. Yes. Really cold. Yeah. Really cold. You know, and when, when that happens, the, especially to the fish, most of the time they'll migrate with the warmer water. And, and if you started looking at the reports, you know, Captain Kirk Waltz went one for three on sailfish out of Mayport, you know, um, you, you, you started looking at the beach around us as in beach fishing for kingfish, kingfish were biting on the beach around us because the water was still 82, 83 degrees. So they're migrating with that warmer water. And even for us as charter captains, we were going Northeast to, to, to find fish. Well, as the week went on, all of a sudden all the, the bait showed up as in pogies showed up to the north, you know, yep. so so we were, you know, it's 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 a pretty easy pattern to to follow, um, but the one thing about an upwelling thermocline, if it persists for a long point of time, the fish get used to it, you know, so so they'll they'll eventually move back in there, but you know, all of a sudden you'll see cobia, you'll see manta rays, you know, I mean it's it's weird, and we've kind of had one of those weeks. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, but we kind of had, and the reason I say it's weird, we kind of had a thermocline upwelling at the transition. You know, we're we're we're, we're, we're yeah. You know, we're getting ready to have the mullet run. You can see the mullet. The mullet are running. I mean, I fished the beach three days this week, and there's mullet all up and down the beach. There are. There, yep. Yeah. You know, so so it's been a. <clears throat> and, and I, seriously, I have no idea what rods to bring. Right, you know, I, I, so I brought everything. Yeah. I got kingfish rods, I got bottom rods, I got tarpon rods, and I got my inshore rods. I mean, and so you know, I can't carry a full gamut of all of them. 
but I, I do have all of them available because you right now you you really don't know. I mean, literally, when you're going out of Comanche Cove for us, I mean, people are like, what are we going to do? I, you know, I, I did have two specific tarpon charters this week. So, I mean, that's what we were going to go target no matter what we did, you know. But for the rest of the week, it's like, do we? I, I, I don't know. You know, we could, uh, we could fish for anything, you know. And, and now... Yesterday, it, the, the ocean was beautiful in the morning. Uh, the day before we caught, and the day before that, we all the bait was to the north. Well, there was no bait north yesterday, <laughs> and thank goodness Captain Leon Dana turned and went south, uh, because I went north, and he's like, "Look, it's it's right here at the lighthouse." So we turned around and went to the lighthouse, and so my 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 game plan to begin with is to go tarpon fishing again. Well. Where the tarpon were the day before and all the bait the day before gone. So when I went and turned south, the, the pokey pods weren't really conducive to tarpon fish. They were kind of spread out, you know. So I really had to go to, like, plan C. And I said, well, the ocean's beautiful. I'll just pop offshore to Nine Mile or wherever we want to go. And I got about halfway out there, and that wind switched. And it sw- when it switched, it went to 10 to 15 on the southeast, and it got rough. I mean, like like right now, rough. White yeah. capping. You know, so it was. It's just been a weird week, you know. I, 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 but it's it's typical for this time of year. Uh, I'll be I'm fishing tomorrow, and, and honestly, Ricky, I'll be really curious to see what's going on around the inlet. Well, I'm I, 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 I'm not going offshore because I think it's supposed to be four to five tomorrow. I fished the inlet today on the you know it's a high tide. So yeah, I I was there just before the slack high. There wasn't much going on there. You know when the high tide gets really high over top of the rocks, yep. the, the the shelf on the west end of the jetties. Absolutely. A lot of times you see like snook and all kind of stuff busting them the yep. finger mullet. There was tons of finger mullet up there, and none of that was going on. None of that was going. Not even any jacks. And that's that's um, I was I was I'm sure we'll talk to Captain Scott about it earlier because you know this has been a summer where um, a spring summer that there's been a lack of ladyfish a lack of jacks, um, you know, and people are like, well, that's, you know, well, I mean, you watch patterns of certain things throughout the years, year after year after year after year, you know, I mean, there's there's certain things that you kind of depend on, and look, do I want to go out there and catch a bunch of ladyfish? No, okay, but I guess my point is, is that you see a lack of certain fish, you know, just like the jacks this year, have you caught... I mean, and and the whole year, have you caught any big big jacks? A two, the big, slow big trolling. Ones. Yeah, the big yeah. ones, slow trolling. Yeah. Um, one tarpon fishing and one slow trolling. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, there's there's been times we call a jack attack. All of a sudden, all your baits are you know yeah you know you have a whole school come in there. Yeah, a lot of times you see the schools. Yeah, too. you see the schools. Yeah, and we just we have you know that's just one thing that we haven't we haven't seen this year. No, but it's it's a it's been an in, interesting year, but it's been an interesting week. Uh, it would be real curious, like I said, tomorrow. Now, you were at the inlet today and and didn't see anything, which is – that that, that kind of shocks me. At least there weren't any jacks in there. That, we did catch two ladyfish today, though, there. Okay. Well, for what it's worth, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I felt like saying yeah. that. But. Yeah, I know. I, 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 exactly. No, it's – um, I, I had I, – I did catch my first tarpon of the year, which is crazy for me to say – the last week of August, you know, I mean, at, now, and, and, you know, 
talking to my chargers and this, that, and the other, they're like, you know, well, gosh, you haven't covered any tarpon. I haven't had any opportunities. Yeah, that's been you, the biggest you, issue. You know, I mean, it's uh, no bait pods. Really yeah, the the, the bait pods have been eh this year, better than last year, way better. But you know, nothing on. Uh, I guess it was on on Tuesday. Was honestly Tuesday was the best I've seen in two years, and I haven't seen bait pods like that in two years. And 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 I I called Leon, and and I said. You know I love you like a brother. I said because if I'm calling you in on this, he was a long ways away from me, and I said you need to, you need to, you need to come here, and um, he did, and I think he jumped four off, and I went one for two. Uh, had the second one right up there, you know, um, but it it is what it is. But man, I, I I haven't I haven't seen it that good in a long 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 time, and the next day, no bait, none. Isn't that yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I was so pumped up, you know. I mean, I, you know, my guys, and and, and and I've been doing this long enough to know that things change, and they can change overnight. They can change within an hour. Uh, they're like, "What are we going to do?" And I said, "Well, you know, I said I had a really good day on the tarpon yesterday. I said, let's just, I just want to run down there, and, and it was to the north. I said, I want to run up there and see if those fish are still there. Well, Captain Greg on the ringleader was already." eight, nine miles ahead of me to the north. And I just backed off and called him on the phone. I said, I don't like it that you haven't called me. And he goes, bro, I don't, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen nothing. So he turned and went offshore. Then Leon turned and, you know, there was, there was bait at the lighthouse. But uh, it's just, it's, every day is different, bro. You know, and this week has really been, it's really been strange. It seems like, I I didn't know about the, the pods that Uh you fished Tuesday, but the, it seems like a lot. I've been a part of a lot of pogey catching this year that's scattered. Yeah, just it seems like every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it it, it it has been. And and when when I found these bait pods, yeah, they were all in fifteen to twenty feet of water, and they were huge, and they were all, and there was sharks, and there was tarpon, and it was like it was, and I had it all to myself, which that just doesn't happen hardly anymore you know so we took advantage of it we caught fish we obviously there was a bunch of sharks in there and 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 i the, the guy that i was fishing with is uh, by scott who i'd never fished with it was just him and and I, I, I he could tell how excited i was i was giddy man i was like oh my god this is awesome you know i was going to put the trolling motor down it was like oh you know it's <laughs> like we you know we found some because we left a, a bait pod a pretty good bait pot. I said, man, let's let's just run the beach. You know, it's just just two of us. We got five hours. You know, we can always come back if we go and find the right one. And 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 lo and behold, you know, five or six miles to the north, it was like, wow. So that was that was good. That that was that was a good day. But then the next day, absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yeah, strange, crazy. All right, let's take a break. Six four one ten ten. If you want to give us a call right here on the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, when Captain Ricky and I return. Talk to Captain Leon Dana. Don't go anywhere. The Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power, Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Faberson. I'm Captain Ricky Purpore. Captain Scott Shanks got the evening off, but he will be calling in around 6.30. I don't know why, because um, 
Ricky's been running his charter, so I don't know what he's going to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) But Captain Leon Dana has checked in, as usual, on date night. Captain Leon? It is date night indeed, guys. (laughs) What's up, Leon? Hey, Ricky, how are you doing this evening, sir? Good, man. Good, good. Yeah, I'm here at the house. Got a nice drink ready. Got the flowers delivered. The one for one. My special one is making dinner. And here I am with you guys. Oh, I love it. Yeah, we're just, we're interrupting that whole thing, aren't we? Don't worry. I'll be hanging up this phone in 10 minutes. I'll be fine. (laughs) You don't need an extra 10 minutes. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're too kind. (laughs) Uh, Leon, it's been a. I was talking about this earlier. It's been a, a, a very interesting week. Um, whether it be the weather, whether it be the water temperature, um, whether uh, it's just it, really strange because uh, you and I had the, the the pleasure of fishing, you know, uh, close to one another on on Tuesday, and and it was funny because. I, I I asked Leon on the phone because we were talking. I said, so, man, have you looked at, at your temperature gauge? And he goes, oh, why? <laughs> yeah, oh. Because, yeah. Oh, my. It, 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 it dropped drastically. 77-ish? No, 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 no. For us, it was 79, okay. but it was 86 to 87. Yes, it was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so we, we didn't get into the, the mid-70s like, like it did down south. That's still a drastic drop. Yeah. You know, oh, when, yeah. Yeah, whenever you whenever you go that but that was that that was a fun day, Leon. Kevin, I can't thank you enough, man. When that phone rang and I went, Oh, Kevin Scott and you went, Hey brother, if you just come on up this way, I'll make your day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was karma. You took care of me Tuesday morning. Uh-huh. You're helping me out, so that's the it was just karma coming back to you. One brother to another. Exactly, man. Yes, sir. And, and you're right, Kevin. You you called me and went, "Have you looked at your temperature gauge?" And I I didn't even give it a second glance until I looked down and I went, "There's a seven where an eight usually is." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, that was indeed different. And uh, yes, that was a great. That was the first day this year where I I literally had a smile on my face. And I felt just we're doing this. I mean, I I haven't seen that much bait in a year, to me, honestly. And then twenty four hours later, it's gone. <laughs> uh, it's 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 stunning, isn't it? And I was I was you how can that much the, bait disappear? I don't I I don't know, you know. And and I'll, I'll tell you the same thing, Leon. When when I came down off a plane. And saw that first pod. I, I I looked at Scott and I went. Oh, I mean, I was I was generally like excited, excited, like woohoo! Here we go, boys. You know, because they were feeding, and it was. And you can hear was, them. You can yeah. hear the bait pod. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a, a huge bait pod. They were all on top of the water, and the fish were just crashing through them. And the cool thing was is that they were in 15 feet of water. There was a big swell that day, so you yeah. kind of you know you didn't have to get up in the surf, um, right? You know, to, to to fish for this, and and they were and, and the other thing that, that was perfect is they were just kind of lingering. They weren't going north or south, so you put the trolling motor down on one, you know, and right. and you you kind of stayed with the pod. 
And it was like, oh, my God, here we go. And honestly, Leon, I expected to see a whole lot more fish, a whole lot more fish than what we did. But I I sincerely think that that had to do with the water, uh, the, the water temperature. You know, I, I pulled a Kevin, and every fish we hooked that day, I did the free line pogey, not the not the cork. Yep. Everything ate the free liner. So yeah. You know, you know me. I'm a cork guy. And after I looked over and saw you, and I went, hmm, I'm going to try that today. And everything took the took the deep water. So I yep. was happy. Everything, that. everything, everything was in the deep water. There was there was there, right. there's no no doubt about that. That that pogey had to get down, um, and, and and those fish. You know, I saw in 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 four solid hours of fishing, I probably saw three airborne tarpon where we should have seen fifty. You know, <laughs> yeah, a hundred. Yeah, because it Leon, Leon, Le, Le, I, when, 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 honestly, when Leon got to me, I said, "Look, go go around me and go a half a mile north of me." And, and I said, "I'm I, I'm sure there's another bait pod up there." And he called me and he goes, "Good God Almighty, the bait!" And he's like, "I haven't seen a fish." You know, and and I told him I said, "Well, I've seen about a dozen." Now, Leon, does that mean I've seen the same fish three or four times? I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. But 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 there was there was definitely fish in there feeding. And when I say that though, when the the gentleman that I had with me, his name was Scott. I said, Scott, we we you have to we have to figure out each fish of where they're feeding. We can't just you know, we can't just throw pogies out there. That's not, they're not feeding hard enough for that. Um, right. And, and, and the, the one, the one fish that I caught, um, I, I threw it to the fish, you know, I, 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 I mean, I watched that fish for, I'm telling you, I watched that fish for 30 minutes until I finally figured out what the pattern was, what he was doing. And then the second fish was, 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 was identical, same thing. Right. Uh, but just, you know, that, that's the hard thing, Leon, about running tarpon trips like that. You, you know, when when they're not just everywhere, you can't just throw a pokey out there and and hope for the best. You're going to catch sharks. That's what you're going to catch. Oh God, you will. I mean, you got to, like you said, Kevin. I'm learning it over the years, especially watching you and a couple of other people. You got to watch, and you don't throw the first thing that strikes because it can be just as easily a giant black tip thrashing across the surface, yep. and you just don't want to throw to that. You know. Figure out the pattern, like you said. See the rollers. See who's working the inside of the pot. See who's working the outside of the pot. Mm-hmm. See if there's a couple working together. And then, you know, as funny as it sounds, if I see a beast of a tarpon, I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to throw to that one because that's <laughs> going to take too much time. And I agree. Like, oh, I no, 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 no. I'm telling you, the older I get, the more I, I mean, you know, um, 170 pounder. You know, I don't want that. Look, yeah, I, uh, I told Kevin I made that mistake earlier this year behind the shrimp boats. Yeah, the last five minutes of the charter, we were getting ready oh, to leave. No, you giant, giant a tarpon. Yeah, yeah. My wife was waiting at waiting on me at the boat ramp. <laughs> Honey, been there, up. done that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> numerous times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like throwing it to anything that I know is over 120 pounds because it's going to take too much time. It'll take in most of the people that I fish with while catch fish. They're not used to a fish that big and it just turns into a bloodbath on the boat and they're just beating themselves to death. And then they allow the fish to start gulping air, which extends the fight period. And after an hour, 
there's a pretty good chance that that fish is going to wear through the leader, and I've got nothing at the end of the charter, but oh, darn, it broke off, you know? And I want but, them to land a 60 to 80 pound fish every time. Yeah, no, you're 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 absolutely right because I I give my 80 pound fluorocarbon 45 minutes. That's about there what it takes. Yeah, if, if 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 she if she has the hook in the roof of her mouth or in the side or something like that, and, and she's wearing on the fluorocarbon, 45 minutes um, is is about all you're going to get out of that. And then it's you know it it is what it is. I mean, but yeah, we we just see it. We know yeah, what it takes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, you know, and the other thing that you have to do is you have to kind of judge your anglers, because I've got plenty of guys that'll catch a one fifty, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll whoop his butt, you know. I, mean, I don't, I've, I don't have that. I've seen, I've seen my wife. My wife knows how to fight a tarpon, to, like, like, yes. like, like, like nobody does, man. And she'll, she'll change the angles, and I mean, it's she'll keep pressure on that fish and tighten down the drag, and it's, it's, right. it's, it's you against them. And you know, my buddy Travis Tabor, uh, Doug Winslow. I mean, these guys have char- tarpon fish with me forever. They, right. you know, look. It, it, when I talk about tight down the drag, I'm talking about there ain't no way with your two hands that you can pull the drag. You can't. Right. Uh, it, it's that. It's it's you against them, you know. Yeah, and, 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 yeah. It it you either you either break them off, or catch the fish. You got to break the spirit. That's that's what I always tell them. You, you have, yeah. if you don't, and, and honestly, Leon, I've always thought, you know, that those the, the, the male fish between eighty and hundred pounds. If you hook a male fish between eight, that is the hardest fighting fish ever. Ever in a way, you can tell the difference in a male and a female is the size of the head. Females got a really, really? big mouth, really big head, and and a, and a male has a smaller head and a smaller mouth. Yeah, yeah. So those those fish are brutal. A ninety pound male, oh my god, it, it, he won't quit. He absolutely won't quit. Those big females, hundred twenty pound female, if you put if if you tighten down on them and break their spirit, they'll they'll just come up and lay up. I mean, I've caught him in 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Like you said, huh? it's a battle of submission. Yeah. Either yeah. one of you two is going to submit. It's either you behind the rod or that fish. Now it's yeah. up to you. Yeah. Hooked in the eye. Uh-huh. If that happens, that fish fights. Ever. Oh, Forever. I've, I've caught I've caught four or five in my career in the eye, and it, it, it's Ooh. like, it's it's you can't imagine the difference. Yeah. You can't. You, you can't, can't believe that. Yeah. You, 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 you can't turn their head. It, it, yeah, I've, I've, I, you're absolutely right, Ricky. Hunter, my youngest son, caught one like that. I mean, it wasn't a giant fish, but 70, 80-pound fish, yeah. and it was unbelievable to fight. And Hunter can fight a fish. Yeah, he knows what he's absolutely. Doing. Yeah. I, I caught one two and a half hours, and look, I don't ever fight these fish two and a half hours, but it was two and a half hours. It was hooked in the top fin. Oh, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I was, I was just going to say the worst fight I had last year. A client hooked a very, very large black tip in the dorsal fin, <laughs> and it, it was just horrible. That fight. I mean, I was praying that thing would break off, and he just kept fighting that thing. I'm like, oh my god, this is horrible. Yeah, I mean, he you know, fought I mean, I, so I, hard on that thing. I don't know what the odds are to hook a tarpon in in, in that that fin. It's got to be low. Even a shark. Yeah, or a shark. You know, at least with a shark, he's got that big fin. 
Yeah, you know, but the skins are tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. But that the, to hook a tarpon and for it to stay in, we caught the fish too. Wow! And it wasn't wow. that big, 70, 80 pounds, but it was two and a half hours. And I kept going, what is going on with that fish, you know? And he'd come up and, and take a gulp of air, and then, whoo, he'd take off. I'm like, that there fish ain't again. even tired. Yeah. 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 Crazy stuff. What, but, uh, Leo, uh, there still, Yeah, still um, caught some bull reds this week also? Yes, sir. Saving grace. Uh, good numbers of them. Uh, they're feeding on, uh, well, they fed very well with those turbo pogies with me. And I understand other people have been using cut ladyfish and uh, some crab, and that's been working well also on the incoming and the outgoing tide. Nice. So, and, and that's that's uh, been out of St. Augustine now. Usually you do most of your bull red fishing in, in Mayport. That is correct. I do the majority of my uh, bull red fishing up north, but we're approaching that time of year where the bait migration is about to kick off, and I, I love to fish around St. Augustine for for them. I mean, it's just like you said, it's Guide Alley. You know, we <laughs> it's, it, it's just like shooting uh, fish in a barrel. You know, we're we're gonna get some good pictures of fish from people that are out of town and they want to have some quality photos of fish. They're not yeah. interested in keeping anything, and it's shallow water. It's twenty to twenty five feet of water, sometimes thirty. So yep. you're not really fighting deep water, heavy current. Take a release so it's good yeah that's that that, that that's good stuff and it crazy weather that we had was it yesterday right yeah when when oh that we, we caught i mean we caught bait at the lighthouse ocean was a lake it was nice I mean, and yeah, then all it was, of a sudden yeah it got ugly so fast i was I, I, I honestly i was already four miles offshore when it got ugly and you know, I got two to go. I started out at, I don't know, 26, 27 miles an hour. By the time I got there, I was at 15. It was like, holy wow. cow, what is going on? And, and then when I got in, Leon, he didn't even stay on the beach to fish. He, he, nope. No. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's just been nope. a weird week. Just been a, a, a strange week. You don't, you don't know what rods to take, so you have to take them all. You know? I mean, and, and I was... That was so funny when I saw you bull red fishing. I thought, wow, I can't believe that he brought blue crab knowing that we were going to go tarpon fishing today. But no, he didn't. He went in there with pogies that he caught on the beach. So that that uh, gives me something to do tomorrow, Leon. I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's going to be – it might be a parking lot tomorrow. Hey. I've got three buddies of mine, Roger, uh, who do I got? Roger, Baldy, and Noose. These guys, one of the guys that's with me for the TPC. Yep. Well, that crew is back in town for the next two days. So I promise you, you can be a quarter mile away. You're going to hear us having fun. I can promise you that. All right, buddy. Well, keep your umbrella up. <laughs> you got a deal on that, partner. <laughs> Tip four. All right, buddy. Thanks, Leon. Y'all have a wonderful evening. It's day yeah. yeah, man, you too. See you. Yeah, uh, Take care, Rick. The, the reason I say that is, is that Leon's T-top is an umbrella. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, see <laughs> I, saw, I saw them all huddled underneath the umbrella <laughs> when I was coming in yesterday. I was like, you know, it was hot. Oh, my God. Inshore fishing is brutally hot. And they were all tucked in there underneath that umbrella like a bunch of cows underneath a, an oak tree or something, you know. 641 <laughs> 1010 to listen to the most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. And when we come back, the legend, 
Captain Scott Shank, and Captain Chip Wingo are going to join us right here on the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. We'll be right back. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power. Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Captain Favor, sitting with Captain Ricky Papoor. Right now, we need to bring in, are you there, Scotty? Hello. Hey, Scotty! Damn, I'm glad to be here. Is all I can tell you. <laughs> you sound good. I sound good, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I pulled good. up to Captain Scott's house earlier, and he was doing jumping jacks in the street. Was he really? Yeah, that's, that's what he needs oh, yeah. to be doing. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, it's 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 done. Thank goodness. Wow. Couple of hard days, but yep. Scotty feels good. Scotty's ready to get back to it. Scotty's ready to go enough, to work. <laughs> yeah, lucky enough, I had I had a good captain to take care of my boat for me. He did a good job. Thank didn't you. Didn't bring buddy. it back all that clean, Kevin, but he didn't do bad. How about your cast net? Did he bring your cast net back to you? No, a hell brand, no. That a brand, brand new one was gone. A, a brand box. new one. Yeah. <laughs> brand new, dude. <laughs> The one he ate up was still in the box when I gave it to him, and he ate that right, so, one up for lunch. So, you, uh, first so, day. so, so, anyway, I, I, I got to tell the story because this is funny. All right, Captain Scott's been under the weather, so he called Captain Ricky to run some <laughs> charters for him. He had charters lined up, right? And the first day that you were running a charter for Scott was on Tuesday. Yep. So you take his boat out, and you got to catch bait. <laughs> and what happened? <laughs> I I throw the net literally twice, the second throw, <laughs> and I didn't grab the old one. He had two cast nets in the boat, uh-huh. and I grabbed the boat. Yeah, everybody would grab the old one first, but that was yeah. just me. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't know. I, yeah, how would you know? New boat. Yeah. Trying to figure everything out. And uh, there's mullet running around on this bank where I know there's no oysters. Mm-hmm. And I... I try to catch them first. Yep. That doesn't work. So I go to the other side where they start flipping over there, and I'm like, okay, cast number two. I was like, oh, man, maybe there's some oysters here. No, they dredge this. We're good. Go to pull it in. Ah, Rip, rip, rip. Ripped it. I'm talking from horn to lead line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too oh, funny, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so you're in the oh. negative. Starting yeah. the day out. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. This... And I get that phone call. And I got that phone call at like 10 minutes day. Um, I owe you a net. I said, what'd you do? Well, uh, kind of threw it on top of the oysters. I went, oh, gosh. Okay. No And, and I told problem. you I had to let get go, in. Yeah, you had to get in the water? I had to get in for it. That yeah. was the only oyster said, around. Why would you do that? Just a second. Why would you get in the water? There was no reason to. Just... Whatever comes up, comes up, and that's it. So, yeah. Had well, a good, I had to go see my good friends at Fish Bites Trading Post, and uh, I had to get a new net. You had to get a new yeah. net. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, well. That's all right. Back at it next week. We're good. Yeah. We're good. You know, let this go by, but, you know, yep, I'm glad I'm talking to you guys. I really am. Yeah, well, so. it's, it, you know, we, we were talking, and, and I don't know, do we have Chip on also? Yeah, I think yeah, Chippy's right here. Chip, I'm here. Oh, here you are. So, um, I, I know. <laughs> I think Chip's 
trip got cut short today, <laughs> you know. But it's been a strange week, guys. I, we we started the show with this, you know. We we're we're running. I, I know it, it seems a little early for a transition period, but really that's that's where our our fishing is getting ready to go from a, a summertime pattern to a to a very very early fall pattern, and with, yes. with that. The mullet run. Uh, there's no doubt, uh, Scott, Chip, you guys. I saw mullet on the beach this week when I was tarpon fishing. There's, there, there's, yeah, but there's mullet all up and down that beach, you know. And I thought, man, we haven't had any kind of no. weather whatsoever to move mullet around. But then, no. you, if you, you know, if you go into like Salt Run or places like that, there's mullet moving all around like it's fall. So no. it's, it's just it. It's been a strange week. That's all I can tell you. I mean, good, good, strange. I mean, it hasn't been yeah. bad, but it, it's uh, you like I said earlier, Scott Chip. I didn't know which rods to bring. You know, I just no, brought them I, all. I agree. Yeah, but you have a, we've got hard east winds today. We have hard east winds tomorrow. Yep. Which, which we have a system, um, uh, a tropical system. We'll call it or whatever you want to call it. That's bringing us this inconsistent rains that we're going to see for the next little while. So with that being said, you're, you're going to see a push of mullet start with these east winds, even though it's yep. not really 100% what it needs to be, but you're going to start seeing a push. And I would have to say by first of next week, it, it, we should see something. You know, our jetties should be firing off. Um, you should start seeing Jack start moving in with this. I wouldn't see why not. You know, um, I, I hope so. In a while, um, outside the little half pounders, but um, I think you're going to start seeing a little bit more activity once these fish, these mullets start kind of migrating a little bit more to where the fish understand where they're going. You're going to see, you're going to see an influx of, you know, uh, jacks, ladyfish, big bluefish, um, tarpon redfish around your inlets all this is going to pick up it's only going to get better and usually it's september the 10th i'm just throwing that out there no i like that i mean that's uh, that's 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 why right there guys look at him throw your bait up there he's blowing that bait out of the water what are you are you fishing chip yeah i'm on a charter still guys um (laughs) throw another bait on there real quick and pitch it up top pitch it up right to him He's just watching the tarpa blowing a bait out like five times in a row out of the water. Is he, is he blowing up on mullet? Yeah, well, mullet and pogies are in here right now. We're in a creek, and he's the tarpon are feeding in here. This That one was a solid 35-pound fish at least. So, yeah, we had to wait for the rain today. We, You know, it started in St. Augustine, and we went that way, and we came back up and waited until it calmed down with the lightning, and then just, we've been out for a few hours now. So, just trying. It's be. It's like you said. It, there's no pattern to it right now. Fish are right. fighting light. They're not being aggressive. You know, it's really strange. So, anyway, sorry I didn't mean to yell like that. I'm getting excited. They're all over us now. Are you kidding me? No, that's 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 great radio right there. Live action. Live action. Live action. He got me a little excited. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, and now let's go to Cap Chip Wingo. <laughs> I just want to hear that drag squealing. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Have you had? Have you had? Have you had any bites, Chip? Uh, 
No, no. No. We've had a couple bites, but we've caught one ladyfish. I mean, the bite, it took forever for the tide to get out, to start going out. And then it's just, it, it like went out really hard, and now it's slacked up, you know, and it's still pushing. But it, it's been a strange tide, too. You know, I and, and, and I, yeah. I looked at the tide. Uh, I went, you know, to outdoorshow.com. If folks don't know, that, that yep. tide chart on there is awesome. But I, I was looking at that ship, and it's funny you should say that, because the, the low tides are like a one. You yeah, know, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're not even getting – they're, they're they're not even getting all the way down, but it seems like there's like a five 5.0, 5.1 high tide, and then the the low tide's not it, it's 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 not even getting down to zero. You know, it's it's uh it's isn't it a little early too to see flood tides in the in the in the I know we're just yeah, coming off the full moon. Yeah, but, no, we've had a couple already, Scotty. And looking back to my book, we've had quite a few early like this. Yeah, okay. no, it, it, it's got it's not it's not uh, the the most of your spring tides. Um, it, it the last two weeks of August and then obviously September and October being the peak. Yeah, but no, it is not unusual. Um, okay. to to have a flood tide the the end of August for sure. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah, fair with that. Yeah, yeah it's so cool standing up this high watching this stuff, guys. <laughs> yeah. It is awesome watching tarpon bust. Yeah, it's, it's oh, awesome. well, I'm standing about eight foot off the boat, the deck of the boat on this platform I run it from, and you can yeah. see everything. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah. So, all you need is that rigger. There's another one right there. So, all you need is that riggers. You can pull ballyhoos. Yeah, you think, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, wheel that one up away from the trolling motor and throw it back out to your left. I got, I got Martians <laughs> laughing at me. Uh huh. Beautiful out here right now. It definitely hasn't. It's not hot. That's well, you got no. some weather coming to you. You got some more yeah. weather coming to you, Chip. Be careful. Yeah, I saw one of those little little bands. There's a little cell that's just about right here at the house right now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so be careful. Oh, that's good stuff. Hey, All right, we're, you need we're, to buy we're, our cast net. Uh, yeah, <laughs> two. I do. I do. <laughs> just in case. Yeah. I hear uh, you. Well, Cap Scott. Good, good talking to you. Good hearing you, Captain Chip. Get back yep. to your charter. Thank you, guys. And, uh, and, Thank and, you guys. and we'll, we'll we'll take it from there. Hey, yeah. folks, I'll be back next week. You're all in trouble now. Oh my God, we yeah, we're looking so forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I might I might lay out next week. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, Ricky might be sick next week. Yeah, there'll be no. Yeah, talking. there you go. There you go. Oh, oh, he he's had two weeks off. He's, we'll just yeah. let him do the show next week. Yeah, yeah by himself. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. Uh, all yeah. right, buddies. Good talking to you. See Bye, ya. guys. Yep. See you. That's uh, good stuff. I like the live charter stuff. It was awesome. That's fun. Yep. And 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 let me tell you, you said something during that that somebody might have missed. But during the mullet run. I've done so many charters, and I tell people this all the time, that I didn't catch a fish because I'm going tarpon fishing. But to watch those fish feed, to watch that, that just that whole nature scenario, it's unbelievable. It's exactly. Amy, my wife, does not like to fish. Right. Doesn't care about it at all, but she'll go sit and watch that anytime I want to go. I, 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 and I, I know I've told this story before, but I had a corporate charter years ago and it was in september and it ended up everybody left and i had one guy on my boat and he was a pastor and everybody had gone right 
And so I'm idling out and making sure everybody's good. And, and as I'm idling out of Comanche Cove, those tarpon were feeding right there. And and, and he's he's like, what 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 is that? And I you know explained it to him. And he goes, look, I I I I just want to sit here and watch this. I'm like, really? He goes, no, seriously. He goes, I, I've I've heard about this. I've never seen this. And he goes, this is, you know, it was it was like, he's like, this is kind of what I preach about. I mean, it was really spiritual. It was yeah. cool. We sat there for two and a half hours watching these tarp. We I never put a line out. Seriously, we just sat there and and, and watched how and 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 it really was interesting because you could you could tell when it was going to happen. You could watch these mullet, how they got schooled up, where they came from, and where these tarpon were actually sitting. And it was um, it was probably one of the coolest trips I ever had for two and a half hours sitting there with a pastor, and all we did was watch tarpon feed. <laughs> and then we went into the dock and waited for everybody else to come in. They're like, what'd you catch? I'm like, catch? <laughs> I never even went a line. <laughs> but I... if, you've never, if you've never witnessed it, oh, yeah. you know, you, 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 seriously, it's, I, I tell people all the time, um, it's the coolest part, and and here's the other crazy thing: the nastier the weather, the better it is. Yep. If it's blowing hard out of the northeast and just oh my gosh, the mullet are moving around, the tarpon are moving around. It's it's an awesome time of year. I just love those sprays. The, the I know the bait. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it is. It's good stuff. All right, we got one more segment to go here on the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Captain Ricky Papour, Captain Kevin Favor. We'll be right back. The most Southwest Grill fishing forecast brought to you by Ring Power, Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the most Southwest Grill fishing forecast. Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Ricky Papour. Uh, real quick, Ricky, because uh, you and I have charters. Coming up um, tonight, east winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4. Friday, east winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4. And I got to believe because I, I'm watching this weather all day. I mean, there, there's squalls coming off of the ocean all day. I I guarantee you it's bigger than that, than, than 3 to 4. And and even if it is 3 to 4, it's probably right on top of one another. I don't, I mean, I, I don't, it's just not, it's not conducive uh, for fishing. Saturday, uh, east winds 10 to 15, 3 to 5. And then Saturday night, southeast winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4. Sunday is supposed to back off, east winds 10 knots, 3 to 4. Sunday night, southeast winds 5 to 10, 2 to 3. And then Monday, southeast winds 5 to 10, 2 to 3. And it looks like that's what they're kind of calling for next week. It looks like, you know, if, I mean, I've got a bunch of tarpon trips again next week and and if that that if that bait will stick around i think i think we'll be good i think we'll be good you know that's uh and and, and especially with 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 this east wind just like uh, scott had talked about it it won't start you know the the full-on mullet run but it will definitely get things moving around the inlets to the point to where there there will be some fish whether it be jacks ladyfish Sharks, redfish, tarpon, all around these inlets. Yeah. Today, the incoming tide, mm-hmm. which was the, was high around lunchtime at, yeah. at St. Augustine, that that was a clean water push in. That's good. Yeah. It was pretty pretty clean. Well, and 
you know, we've had so much offshore winds, west winds, yep. in the last two weeks that when it switched yesterday to the southeast, that's the and, and there's the I mean, there, there's some beautiful water four or five miles offshore of us. I mean, like, yeah. like really pretty. So what that's going to do is it's going to start blowing all that pretty water in as long as we don't get like 12 inches of rain or whatever. You know, we need a we need a, we need a, a break for yes. sure in the rain. I mean, that's 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 that's, that's a given. But I think I think this weekend, um, if 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 folks want to do some inshore stuff. I, I I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be good. And you got great tides. You got a great you got an early morning low tide, then you can fish, you know, all of that incoming tide around the bridges or wherever you want to fish. But yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a great weekend of fishing. Hey folks, make cool. sure you join us for the Nimnik Outdoor Show on Saturday morning from seven to ten. We're always on ninety two point five and ten ten XL for Captain Ricky Papor, Captain Scott Shank, Captain Leon Dana, Captain Chip Wingo, I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Thanks again for listening. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya.